You're listening to a sermon preached at Chael English Ministry in Sydney. We believe that God speaks through His Word, the Bible. We pray that as you listen, you will hear God's voice and be moved to worship His Son, the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Well, friends, today we celebrate the confirmation of four people, four people who are very precious to our church family. Chloe Wu, Minnie Kim, Andrew Kim, and Nathan Luck. Uh, At confirmation, the Christian believer confirms the promises that were made at their baptism. For Christian believers who were baptized as a child, their parents made promises on their behalf. As they grow up and come to love and follow the Lord Jesus for themselves, they are able to now make these promises for themselves. Our hope and prayer as a church is that every child who was baptized as an infant will confirm his or her baptismal vows through genuine Christian confession, genuine Christian obedience, and genuine Christian service to the Lord Jesus Christ. A confirmation service is a wonderful moment for confirmants to give a reason for the hope that is in them, to give a reason for why they follow the Lord Jesus. And well, without further ado, I'm now going to invite them one by one to share their story, to share their experience. I'm going to invite up our sister Chloe to share with us how God has been at work in saving her. Hi, my name is Chloe. Um, This is more or less a story of God's work in my life. Growing up, I was definitely a closet Christian. Um, I was lucky to be raised by Christian parents, but barely had any Christian friends. I didn't see the relevance or need for God in my life, and having experiences of feeling judged for not being a good Christian left my heart hardened towards the church and ultimately God. Even though people disappointed me, um, God was patient and showed me mercy that I didn't deserve through all the times that I turned my back and wanted nothing to do with him. I was focused on other things, uh, relationships, studies and law school, a five-year plan, boys, and I mean boys, not men. (laughs) There were were some irresponsible teenage years in between where I lost myself. Um, And I still look back to this day and feel sorry for the younger girl who was constantly seeking the approval of others but was looking in all the wrong places. On the outside, I was the social butterfly, always smiling, um, but strangely enough, I had never felt lonelier or more lost in my life because I was missing a relationship with the one who knows me better than I know myself. I remember the moment when I was exhausted with the reality of sin in my life and I prayed. I don't really remember what I said, but it was an honest prayer. Um, I was begging God for forgiveness and asking him for a renewed heart. The peace and the assurance that I felt was indescribable and today I can say that that was the work of the Spirit in me. From there, I started to re-examine my faith, uh, turning to books, podcasts, sermons, um, but my head and my heart were still wrestling with how God fit into areas of my life. It actually wasn't until I spent time in the scriptures, um, God's word, where I was questioning and meditating on who God is, um, what he desires for me, what he's done for me, um, that the reality of his promises dawned on me. Um, Yeah, it was like I was seeing these truths for the first time and realized that God is not only real, he's good. Um, what were once rational convictions turned into complete awe and gratitude for the relationship that I had with God through Jesus. Um, I distinctly remember another conversation I had where I told God, um, yeah, Lord, use me, even though I don't know what this will look like. Um, 
Yeah, use everything that I have for your glory. And I think this just came out of the sheer gratitude I held for everything that God had done for me, um, knowing that I in no way deserved his grace. It was, and it still is, a journey of learning how to use the gifts God gave me and living out my faith, but knowing that God doesn't desire perfection, um, but my heart, because Jesus is perfect in my place, it, it frees me. Before I came to know Jesus, there were two feelings I could never shake. Uh, one was the fear of not being loved, and the other was not being good enough. Um, I put blood, sweat, and tears into making it professionally with the Australian Ballet School, and when that door closed, I got scouted by IMG for modelling, but being a few centimetres short, that was another bruise to my ego. Even when it came um, to my identity, I never felt enough. But yeah, I was always too white um, in Asian circles, not white enough amongst my Aussie mates, just a bit of a banana, trying to fit in, but <laughs> Jesus met me where I was at. And he showed me that I am wholly loved and more than enough in his eyes, and that's all that matters. I know it's true for others, no matter their story, that though we share the same transcendent God, he's so personal to each of us. And I can sincerely say without any exaggeration that um, I've, been, I've never been happier in my life, and walking with Jesus gives me so much to live for. Um, the hope that I have sustains me, and yes, life can be hard, but it's a whole lot easier when I can go to God in prayer, lay all my burdens on him, and rest in knowing that this life is brief. I can die a free woman without any regrets of whether I live this life to the fullest because the fullness of who I was made to be will be experienced in heaven. That's my story. <laughs> Thanks, Chloe. Uh, praise God. We're now going to hear from Minnie. Um, hello, my name is Minnie. Um, so I can't pinpoint the exact moment I became a Christian, but if I had to, I would say that it probably happened during like my last year of high school, um, going into first year of university. Um, I would say that's when I came to know Jesus as my saviour. Um, and it was just a point in my life where I felt as though I had nothing, um, where God's grace was just so evident and where everything seemed to point to Jesus. Growing up, I was your typical Asian angsty child, I was very angsty, um, within a very dysfunctional family. And as I grew older, so did my mental health issues and my insecurities. Um, and I was just very, I felt very empty. And so my last year of high school only deepened this as I would skip school. I flunked all my assessments and my HSE. Um, I would sleep in all of my classes and I just did not care about school. Uh, everything at that point seemed very meaningless. And like, what's the point of life? Thankfully, I had brothers and sisters who were walking alongside me, a lot of them are here, um, who not only loved me a lot, but loved Jesus even more. Um, as they spoke truth into my life, everything in my life seemed to make sense. Um, and I began to find purpose, which is what I was missing. I went from someone who just attend, attended church for the sake of friendships um, and attendance to someone who genuinely wanted to know more about Jesus. And I think it was only through Jesus that all my longings could be satisfied and my emptiness filled. Our world is um, very tainted with sin and evil, and I think you know, we all feel the effects of that. Um, we are born as sinners, I am a sinner, and I've come to learn that the only one who can bring healing um, and joy and satisfaction and the only one who can fill our empty voids in our hearts is actually Jesus. And I've tried countless times to find happiness and all those things outside of Jesus, but all that's left me is um, feeling even more broken. Um, and yet, 
like we are always perpetually worshipping something and serving something or someone, whether it be an idol or God through Christ. And if we aren't worshipping our creator, then we worship his creation. And we, when we worship the things of the world, we're left feeling more stranded. Um, in Jesus, I have new life. I have a new identity and purpose, which is to live for him. I still, to this day, carry many burdens and hardships and heartaches. Um, I'm still very angsty. <laughs> but I can rest assured knowing that Jesus died for me um, and that one day I will be made complete in heaven and that one day I will be with my perfect Father. Thank you. Praise God for what he has done in Minnie's life. We're now going to hear from my brother, Andrew. If there's one thing to take away uh, from this testimony, it has to be that I had to lose it all um, to gain it all. Uh, I was born into a Christian family uh, where the traditions and community of church became a big part of my lifestyle. And as long as I could remember, uh, church became a place where people like me, we were able to talk and just hang out and meet every Sunday. Um, yeah, I think I was, I was so privileged and our family never really had to worry about money. Um, I was given many opportunities to explore music, sports and academics. And as you may imagine, in the making was a well-off, mischievous and arrogant kid who never really had to think about God because life was so simple. Um, this was my identity and church was a perfect place to continue growing myself, not because of the gospel, but because it seemed like the right thing to do. Um, awards, medals and certificates would pile up in my room but in reality, all that was really piling up was anxiety, uh, low self-esteem, and depression. Um, before you know it, two years into university, I wanted to escape into the things that this world had to offer, and clearly I wasn't ready to grow up. Um, to know that fixing my problems with temporary relief looked like applying a Band-Aid over a gunshot wound, um, that was a sad reality I had to accept. Um, naturally, God revealed um, himself to me how much I needed him. Um, so during the beginning of lockdown, I began to read more articles on spiritual identity and reflected the current state of my life. And out of all countless thoughts, I came to understand that relying on the things that made me temporarily happy was not the solution to my problems. Um, moving forward, I was able to dive deep into the Bible and explore Christianity properly with the help of lovely brothers and sisters from my previous church. Um, it was so comforting to know that all my sin and shortcomings were not dependent on me, but already paid for by Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. I think about this always, um, but if it means that I had to lose everything I treasured before I knew the gospel, I'm willing to do so over and over. Uh, truly, I had to lose it all to gain it all in Christ. Uh, don't get me wrong, um, life doesn't become a paradise, nor do you become perfect, uh, nor are all your problems solved. But the eternal hope I can have because of what Jesus has done for me is such a liberating truth because now I know my life is not dependent on someone like me, someone who falls short every single day, but a God that loves and knows my story. Um, now you may see or hear about my cooking endeavors, um, but with all seriousness, um, to use cooking as a way to share the gospel to those who don't know God yet makes me so eager and joyful to build new relationships. Um, let me close with a Bible verse that helps me secure my trust in God. Uh, for it says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Do not confirm to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thank you.
praise God for how he has worked in Andrew's life. We're now going to hear from our brother Nathan. Hi everyone, my name is Nathan, and for the first 20 years of my life, I identified as a Christian, uh, but my identity definitely wasn't in Christ. I lived life uh, chasing after the things that I thought would give me security and stability. Uh, I grew up in a Christian household, uh, attending a gospel-centered church every single Sunday. However, uh, despite knowing a lot about Jesus, the Lord and Savior, I didn't actually know Jesus, uh, my Lord and Savior. And so, as a result, uh, when I started university, uh, I actually left the church. Uh, I spent the next year chasing after money, good grades, and popularity. Yet, by the end of it, I still had the same feelings of insecurity and anxiety that I started with. Uh, it was then, uh, at that time, that a brother within this church, shout out Kev Wang, uh, invited me to the church camp that year. And honestly, I don't remember too much from that camp, uh, but what I do remember is seeing so many of God's people uh, living lives that didn't have the things that I was chasing after. Yet, they were people who lived lives that were full of joy, hope, and assurance. Uh, I I'd tried and failed to find happiness and joy in the things of this world. However, no matter where I looked, I couldn't find it. God had shown me that no matter how much I chased the things of this world, I will never be satisfied. It is actually only in and through his son Jesus that I can be eternally satisfied. Uh, John chapter six, verse 35 says this. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me attending this church um, and my heart softened and God allowed me to truly experience his mercy and grace. You see, growing up in a church, I knew what grace was. I knew what the cross was, uh, but I didn't understand what they were for me. At the cross, Christ gave me the ultimate security and assurance. Christ and the cross remind me that this world is not my home, and his resurrection assures me that one day I will be reunited with my heavenly Father to glorify him for an eternity. And he offers the same assurance to each and every single person sitting in this room right now. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 to 34 says this, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. As my wife Jess and I prepare to be parents in this new chapter of our life, from the outside, it looks like my future has never been more uncertain or unpredictable. But because of Christ and because of his death and resurrection, I have full confidence and assurance that God will provide us with all the strength and faith we need uh, to praise and live him for not just in this new season of our life, but until the day I see him face to face. Thank you. Mini. Andrew, Nathan, Chloe, upon your public confession of faith, we do now acknowledge your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and his saving grace at work in your life that was foreshadowed in your baptism long ago and has now been received by grace through faith. He has chosen you. He has chosen you. He has commissioned you. I charge you with this. Live in his love 
and serve him all of your days. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you as you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing from our God and singing to our God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Friends, I present to you our conferment today. Let's praise God together. <laughs>